quickly. If you're a business owner in Australia that makes over 300K per year and you're wanting to grow to $10 million or you're frustrated that your business still heavily relies upon you to get stuff done effectively and efficiently, then message me or my team on social media to find out more about my 12-month business implementation and growth mastermind called Business Growth Odyssey. We currently only intake 10 business owners each month into the program, and there are still some places open for this month's intake. Our goal is to help you to create more operational freedom in your business so that the business doesn't rely on you as the owner. We help you to implement processes, systems, management, hiring, and all the other things like sales, marketing, and so on to help you to scale your business without the usual levels of extreme anxiety, stress, pressure, overwhelm, etc. that most business owners face when they scale their business between 300K and $10 million. Plus, the best thing is you attend live business growth events each quarter, have weekly accountabilities, and join an amazing network of driven business owners who do not accept mediocrity in life or business. So message me or reach out to my team to find out more and set up a call. Being misunderstood really tells a lot about an individual and it's something that most people really don't think about and it can be quite confronting. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where we talk about how to get the best out of yourself and how to build a life that you can't wait to get out of bed and live each day. This podcast is my attempt at documenting my journey, sharing my insights and what I've learned from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to some of the country's top athletes, rich listers, entrepreneurs, and running events for tens of thousands of people on how to better themselves and those around them. This is for those driven to achieve more in life, but are often underestimated by those around them. This podcast is my attempt at helping you prove your doubters wrong. Please enjoy. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about why being misunderstood signifies a lot more than what people think. And the more successful you are, the more you achieve, the more you are going to be misunderstood. So I want to talk through it and why it's an important factor for your growth and how you can benefit from it. Welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Driven mofos, I wanna do a massive shout out to Gabe who consistently shares this podcast on Instagram. Almost every day there is a post that shares across this podcast to his platform. And so Gabe, I know you're listening to this. Thank you very much. I really do appreciate you sharing this podcast with other people, especially on your platform as well. And also to all those members out there who share this podcast on other platforms as well. So thank you very much to each and every one of you. All right, let's talk about being misunderstood and why it's so important in your growth. Now, I remember back years ago, many, many, many moons ago, where I was at school and I didn't fit in with the other kids. There's this moment in my mind that's really, really clear. And I was sitting on the front grass area at the school that I was going to. And I remember looking at all the cool kids. They were all hanging out with each other. And I sort of was with the the naughty the naughty kids, I guess you could say. We were sort of all the troublemakers and we we're all just hanging out with each other. And I thought, why is it that I'm not in that cool kids group? Like, I just want to fit in. I just want to be part of what they're doing. And I think for a long period of time, I wanted to fit in with the cool kids. And so as I left school, school, I guess I did hang out with those cool kids. And the more that I hung out with the cool kids, the bigger my friendship network became. Then I started going out and clubbing and partying. And I worked on a party bus where I used to take hens nights and 21st and 18th birthdays. Normally for women back in the day, I was pretty ripped. So, you know, the shirt would come off and all this sort of stuff. And we'd, we'd be making sure that these ladies had a great night. Well, I was going to say I never used to get naked, but I, it depends on the environment that I was in. But I wasn't a stripper or anything like that. And so what ended up happening was I just wanted 
important to be part of the cool kid group. I was for a very long period of time where I used to be able to go out any night of the week and I would get into clubs for free. I would be able to go to restaurants and things like that and I would always get looked after just because I knew so many people from working in the clubbing scene and, and working on the party bus and things like that. And I guess I was sort of the guy that made, it, made sure everyone had fun. But what I realized was that when I started growing mentally and emotionally, I also started getting criticized by those around me. And I felt completely misunderstood and it really affected me because if I went back to my school days, I used to get criticized and judged and told off a lot. I was in trouble a lot. I was the dumb kid. I was put in a special classes. It sort of really hit me pretty hard. And I had to go through a stage of massive self-reflection for a few years. And I just wanted to fit back in again. But at the same time, I didn't want to do what everybody else was doing. I could see that there was this group in society that would do okay, but they wouldn't do great. And that doing okay was almost a justification for not doing really bad or really poorly. And I noticed that there are a lot of people in our society that will say things like, oh, well, you know, it, it could be worse. Well, it could be worse, but it could also be better. And I think Australian culture has this thing of like, well, it could be worse, but it's not that bad. Now, if it's not that bad, it's probably not that good. And if it's not that bad, it's there are probably worse off scenarios and worse off situations, but that doesn't mean you're crushing it in life and getting the best out of yourself or that you're enjoying the life that you're living. And so a lot of Australians will justify their position of being average and being mediocre. Now I knew this and I could see this and I didn't want to live a mediocre life. You know, I wanted to be able to fly business class. I wanted to be able to go to hotels and stay in five or six star hotels and eat nice food and be able to have amazing experiences. I wanted to be able to take my niece and nephew and be able to travel and things like that if I ever wanted to and pay for them. I wanted to be able to make sure that no matter what, my family were always gonna be looked after. I wanted to make sure that I could create a business where I could inspire a lot of people to do cool shit in their own life. And I knew that I would have to create a lot of money or make a lot of money. I knew that I would also have to provide a lot of value. I knew that I would have to hire staff. There were just so many things that I knew that I wanted to do this burning desire within myself. And I think almost everyone, especially if you're listening to this, probably has that burning desire. But what I also knew was that I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be loved. I wanted to be accepted. I wanted people to tell me that I was doing a good job. So I was sort of conflicted because now here I am doing all these things that I thought were better than what most people were doing. But at the same time, I'm getting criticized. I'm getting judged. I have people saying, and I still get this, where people say, oh, I, that prick's always on social media. Every time I open up, he's talking about some shit. You know, I have people who say to me, oh, my friend who's never who's never met you before, by the way, they've heard all this stuff about you from your past and blah, blah. And so you start getting these rumors and all this other shit. And so I was conflicted. I didn't know what to do. So I had to do a lot of deep dive work on myself. And this is the stuff that I teach at our Thrive Time event, I had to go back in and I had to really figure out what was going on in my head and why I needed acceptance so much and why I was trying to avoid criticism and judgment. And did it have anything to do with me or did it have to do with everybody else? Get ready business owners that make under a million dollars per year. I'm getting ready to launch my brand new online Dominate Zero to a Million Dollars business hub with the goal of giving small business owners what they need to grow their business past their first million dollars with the tips, the tools, the processes, the frameworks, and the trainings to scale their business past the first million dollars without wasting years and millions of dollars like I did with all the trials, errors and mistakes that cost me. This will give those of you out there wanting to make your first million dollars the fast track to scaling your business. Stay tuned for the launch. Logically, I knew that other people's criticisms and judgments were about them. But at the same time, it would evoke these emotions within me that I didn't know how to deal with. Because someone on social media who gets on there who calls me a fraud and a scammer, who's never met me, by the way, who's never seen anything, they've just seen a Facebook ad, and now they're reacting to my content or, or whatever. 
those I, I know that those people have nothing to do with me and their reactions have everything to do with them. But at the same time, it would affect me. So I had to go back in and find out why they affected me so much. But over time, I actually realized that being misunderstood was actually a part of the journey because people can only understand what they've been through. They can't understand anything else. So if you're watching, let's say, I'll give a really good example of this because I saw it happening this week with Elon Musk, who is the richest person on the planet, where you know he gets out there, he buys Twitter, he lays off a bunch of staff, and then you get all these people in there going, you know, what a prick, he's laid off all these staff, um, you know, asshole, he, now there's people that have to look for jobs. What they didn't realize is he probably saved a bunch of people's careers and their jobs by getting rid of ineffective staff, inefficient staff, by tightening everything up, by keeping the good quality staff that want to work hard because they're probably driven to perform. They're probably driven to want to make Twitter better. But at the same time, they can't when you've got a whole bunch of dead weight that just want to keep everything the same and are taking the piss. Also as well, that money that he invested in that will probably go into building another business and so on. So there's more employment, there's more taxation. Now, someone who has never had a business will never understand that that's the principle. Like, you know, I get people who criticize me as well and say, you know, what a rich prick. Now, I don't think I'm rich. I might be doing a little bit better than some people, but there are plenty of people who are doing way better than what I am. So from their perception, they might see that I act in a certain way or behave a certain way, but they have never had a business. They have never ever had to write a six or seven or an eight figure tax bill. They've never had to do that. Now that tax money then goes back into the economy for whatever purpose or whatever reason the government chooses to, but they will never have that experience. They will never have the experience of having to go in and fire somebody. They will never have to deal with the backlash and the criticism of the judgments or the decisions that you make within your own business. Why? Because they've never had to be there. They've never had to do it before. You know, it's easy not to be a parent and say anyone who yells at their kids or tells off their kids is a shitty parent. It's easy to say that when you've never had kids, but when you've had kids, that might not be the case. You might've had a bad day at work and now you're a bit stressed out, you're tired and the kids are playing around and then all of a sudden you lash out at them. That's understandable for most parents. But in order to judge a parent and never having been a parent, most people know that that's crazy. Once I realized that, that being misunderstood is all part of the journey of business, entrepreneurship, and also self-growth, that the more that you grow and the more you achieve, the more you're going to be misunderstood. It's easy to say, well, Donald Trump was a shit president of the United States. Now, there are half of the world that probably think that, and the other half of the world think that he's great. But it's easy to say that when you've never been put in a situation where no matter what decision you make, you're going to piss off half of the world. And the other half of the world are going to love what you do. The majority of the world, in fact, 99.99999, whatever percent of the population will never be in that position where they're going to piss off almost half of the world. It's That's very, very difficult. And there are a lot of politicians that won't make decisions because they know that no matter what they do, they're going to be criticized. So they just sit on their hands. And that also pisses people off as well. So you're going to be judged. The more that you grow, the more you're going to be judged. The more that you achieve, the more you're going to be judged. The more that you know, the more you're going to be misunderstood. You know, there are things where I say things on social media and then someone gets on there and they say, well, that's bullshit. For... And that person is just expressing their opinion and their opinion isn't based on anything apart from their just their own experience and their own beliefs. That doesn't mean that what they're saying is intelligent. It doesn't mean that it's backed up by any facts or substance. It just means that that person is reacting to something because they're emotional and something's triggered them. So please understand that the more that you do in life and the more you go above the average line of life, the more you're going to be judged, the more you're going to be misunderstood. And that's quite normal. Now, I actually don't think that you're going to be judged more or less. I think that the more you work on yourself, the less judgment you have because the less you judge yourself and the less you let other people's judgments affect you because you know who you are and you know that that's your lane and you know that other people are just going to judge you and criticize you based on their own perceptions. That's it. So what I've noticed is that over the years, the more criticisms that I get, the less I'm affected by them because the more I know that they're just judging me based on their position in life, not my position. 
And if I just run in my lane and stay in my lane, I'm just doing me, so I, it doesn't really affect me. But in saying that, what I have noticed is that the more I achieve, the more people judge and criticize me because the more I'm starting to stand out above the general population. And so it's just part of the game. So I get this a lot from business owners where they say, you know, my staff don't understand. Well, that's what you get for running a business or being a leader. Okay, they, they won't understand because they're not in that position. And the more you move up the hierarchy of life, and there is a hierarchy, the more you move up the hierarchy of life, the more people underneath you that you influence or that you affect in some way, shape or form are going to judge you for whatever reason. You're probably gonna have half of those people agree with you or like you and the other half that don't. Now, there are some times where you'll make certain decisions and you'll piss off a whole bunch of people, but it's the right thing to do. I always remember back to a story that I got taught about leadership. And that was that if you're a tribes person and you know that if you stay in the same environment that your whole tribe will die because there are, there are beautiful sunny days, but you know that it, based on your past experience and your leadership skills that you know that it's probably not going to rain for the next month. Now, at the moment, the trees are bearing plenty of fruit, but you calculate in your head that you're going to run out of food. And so you know that it's not going to rain and the, tre the trees aren't going to bear any more fruit. And you have to make a decision. Do you stay where you are, even though the trees have fruit that are bearing and move to a different area to get more food or do you stay where you are? Now you realize that you need to move the tribe because they will all die if you stay there. Now the tribe's leader goes to the tribe and they say to them, we have to move. And the rest of the tribe sit there and they go, why are we moving? We've got everything we need right here. We've built our little tribe, we're comfortable here and there's plenty of food. And you say, no, we have to move because it looks like it won't rain. We will run out of food if we do not move. And the tribe say, we don't want to move. Well, a great leader will say, we're moving. So the, the tribe's leader says, we are moving. This isn't up for discussion and we leave. And so that tribe's leader then leads the tribe to go to a different location. Now, in three months or whatever, the tribe look back and they go, shit, if we stayed there, we would have died. Now, if the tribe's leader would have stayed there and gone on the opinions of the rest of the tribe, they would have all died. But the tribe's leader, the person that's leading the tribe and the person who is responsible for the life of the tribe made the decision to leave, even though everyone was comfortable and did not want to go. That is good leadership. So good leadership often means that you need to do things that upfront people won't agree with, but in the long run is the best for the tribe. And that's good leadership, whether you're a business owner, a good parent, there are a lot of parents out there who feel bad telling off their kids, but they know it's for the best for the future of the child. Or the child wants to do something and you know that you have to govern that child and let them know that they can't keep doing the things that they're doing because it's unacceptable. Now that might upset the child, but you know it's best for the child's future. That's good leadership. If in the moment you react to the way that the child's reacting, then the child's essentially leading you even though it's erratic. And most people, and this is what I realized, is that if I'm going to be a great leader and I'm going to do something great in the world, you're gonna have people that misunderstand you, you're gonna have people who judge you, you're gonna have people who criticize you. But what you'll find is that great leaders keep winning over time. Like people can judge Elon Musk all they like. They can say he's a shit person, he bought Twitter, he fired all these people, what a prick. But at the same time, he also came up with $40 billion to buy Twitter in the first place. He got in there, thrashed the business to pieces, rebuilt or restructured a lot of the business, has made it work more effectively, more efficiently since that time. The staff that who were there and who have been there for a period of time are now performing better and more effectively and probably making a bigger impact. And those who are just lazy and complacent now have to make a decision. Do they wanna step up and go and get another job where they're gonna be more effective and efficient or do they wanna go back and just cruise along and not really have any impact? Also, the more that he's criticized, the more he keeps just building businesses because he just stays focused on what he's focused on. So whether you like him or not, he doesn't give a fuck because he's gonna go and build the next business. And over time, he keeps showing you back to back to back that he's a great leader because he's gone from now Tesla and that, well, PayPal worked, 
Tesla worked. People said electric cars won't work. The government are going to stop you having electric cars. The big oil industry is going to stop people from having electric cars. Elon Musk almost single-handedly turned around the whole car industry to now paying attention and building electric cars. Okay, why? Because of Elon Musk. Then he also bought Solar City. NASA said that he would never compete with NASA in SpaceX. And now he wins the contracts through NASA and through the US government to put satellites into space. So he has won time and time and time and time again, no matter how much he's been misunderstood, misinterpreted, misrepresented, criticized and judged. Why? Because he keeps his eye on the end goal, the end prize, the long term, and he just does what he knows is right because he's a good leader. Now, yes, does he fuck up? Yes. Does he make the wrong decision sometimes? Yes. But he knows what his outcome is and he stays focused on it. So if you're someone who's afraid of being misunderstood, being criticized, being judged, or that people won't like you if you make certain decisions, please understand that if you keep your eye on the long-term prize, you know your long-term mission and what you're trying to achieve and you stay in your lane, you'll be winning in life no matter what. And if you keep stepping up, the haters can hate all they want because it makes no difference to your life. Imagine what it's like when you keep winning and the haters, their life gets worse and your life keeps getting better. Of course, they're going to hate more. That's the way that it is. Just keep proving them wrong. Now, I'm not saying that you should base your life on trying to prove other people wrong because that's a bad idea. You're allowing their judgments and their criticisms to affect you and the way that you live. What I'm saying is if you just stay in your lane, chase your mission and do what you're going to do, the winning that you keep having is going to piss them off no matter what. But it's also part of the reason why they're pissed off is because there's part of you that inspires them to do better in life. They just can't handle that pressure. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I just wanted to share that being misunderstood is all part of the journey. Also, I want to say a massive thank you to all those who keep sharing this podcast. I really do appreciate it. Keep kicking goals. And I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Keep crushing it. Keep crushing it.